I want to highlight something from here today, which is about how we need to hear from God, speak for Him. Does that make sense? You know, today we're talking about maybe we'll talk with people, maybe we'll engage with people. But it's so important that all we, in everything that we do, that we actually hear from Him first. Okay, so I want to read Acts chapter 8. So it says, Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Rise and go towards the south of the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a desert place. And he rose and went. There was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all his treasure. And as you know, the rest of the story, Philip goes down to the desert place. He, he goes to the chariot where the Ethiopian eunuch is. This was a, a government official. Philip leaves what is basically a revival in Samaria. As you know, the Lord had said to the disciples, go into all the world, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and then the end of the earth. And Philip has been the evangelist in that area. As you know, John chapter 4, Jesus had gone to the woman at the well in Samaria. And of course, the woman at the well, I imagine, would have still been evangelizing, still been preparing the ground for years to come. And uh, not only her, but others as well. So Philip goes there, and he has this incredible opportunity to preach the word there. But then he's told to leave this revival, leave these crowds, and then travel down to Gaza. And of course, he travels a long way on foot, but this, the angel of the Lord's told him to go. And of course, if I was Philip, I'd wonder why God had sent me there, what the purpose of it was. You know, just God not understand or missing the opportunity to preach in Samaria. But there's a government official, and he's reading the scroll of Isaiah. Now, if he traveled all the way from Ethiopia to Jerusalem to worship, as it says, he would have possibly had to travel a thousand miles, a thousand miles. Can you imagine? I know we've had some us to travel down from Scotland yesterday, which is a big distance. Can you imagine doing that without a car uh, on a chariot? And clearly he would have heard about the God of Israel somehow. As you know, Solomon was, you know, he had an impact on the Queen of Sheba, right? A thousand years before. Judaism was definitely around in Egypt and Ethiopia but he's, he's hungry and he's searching and he's, and he's just landed on the, the opportune moment of scripture in Isaiah chapter 53 and he's reading like a like a sheep uh, that was led to the slaughter like a lamb before his shear is silent he opened not his mouth and of course he would have been reading the whole chapter and Philip asked him do you understand what you're reading and he said well how can I understand unless someone explains it to me and then that's what Philip does. He's invited onto this official chariot. He speaks from the scripture and he explains the good news about Jesus from that scripture. It's an Old Testament scripture. As you know, the gospels would have been written by that point. They were preaching the old, he was preaching from the Old Testament and sharing from the Old Testament. And the amazing thing about this is it is a complete setup. You know, anything that God does that he involves us in, okay, it's always something he's preordained. He's always thought about it in advance. We're only turning up to the things that he's already established for us. You know, he, he predestines the good works that he has for us. And of course, coming to faith as well, people coming to faith, again, is all from God. Salvation is from the Lord. So, so God is setting this up. And of course, Philip is probably now starting to understand why he's there. The Holy Spirit tells him, go on that chariot, speak to that man. He's reading this, the scroll Isaiah. And he says, can you please explain it to me? 
And in reaction to that, he says, stop the chariot. What, what prevents you from being baptized here? Of course, he starts to believe in, in Jesus then. And the amazing thing is this, is that when there are opportunities, God is creating opportunities for all of us all the time. We just don't always see it. And the Holy Spirit is always leading us to people, to areas. We don't always know why. Of course, it wasn't just about the one Ethiopian. It was about the nation of Ethiopia. He would be the man that would go to the top, to the queen, and of course from there, open up the door for Christianity to come in. So he was the gateway person for the whole nation. And I want to tell you this, that whenever you have a conversation with someone, whenever you are doing anything for anyone, don't ever think it's just about the one person. God sees <coughs> the generations beyond them. He sees their families. Oftentimes when someone comes to faith, it's not uncommon for that whole family to come to faith. So don't ever think, I just spoke to one person this week, this month, right? You spoke to the generation, you spoke to the family, and that's the way God sees it in, in his word. But we need to open our mouths, you know. It says when he got into the, the chariot with him, he opened up his mouth. And sometimes we've been creating really good opportunities. You know, I remember once when I was um, in my workplace in Cambridge, and there was there was someone there. There's such a piece about you, Sam. What is it? And I said, oh, it's the, you know, you always wait for that opportunity. Just live your life, and one day someone will ask you what the difference is, right? Have you heard that before? And I had that opportunity, and I said, oh, it's the Lord. And she said, oh, I don't think it's that. <laughs> so sometimes people aren't ready, but I remember another time, it was a Sunday morning, I was going to church, and I, I just got up a little bit earlier than I normally would, now, and I, I got, so I was walking to church at the time in Stafford, and there was, I just felt the Holy Spirit say, Go down to McDonald's, not to have a burger, I thought that would have been nice. Go down to McDonald's, go and talk to the man in the red coat about me, and tell him about the Father's love. Okay, so I go to McDonald's, now the church is, imagine, imagine it's three miles that way, and God says, go three miles that way first, then go three miles that way. Okay, so but the good thing is I had enough, I had enough time, I'd say three miles, probably less than that, but so anyway, I get there, and there's this guy there with the biggest red coat. Like, <laughs> talk about a target. You know, it's like, it's, it's definitely going to be him, without question. I went over to him, and he happened to be walking to another church. He was actually a Jehovah's Witness, and his church and my church were actually very close to each other. In fact, our church was called Covenant Hall at the time. His church was called Kingdom Hall. Very confusing. It changed it in the end. But anyway, I walked down with him, and I'm sharing with him about with this watchtower theology you know you only talk to God as Jehovah you only dress him as Jehovah you don't talk to him as father and the Holy Spirit says to me talk to me him about the father's love and he's just gobsmacked I mean first of all he is the man with the red coat and second of all we have the perfect opportunity to walk about one and a half miles together sharing the gospel with him amazing God can God can set up those opportunities but if I hadn't taken the time to listen to him if I hadn't said yes if I hadn't you know just been a bit it bold to do that. It's never gonna. It's never gonna. It might not always be that simple. I remember someone in our church. They won't mind me sharing this, but they were in a supermarket recently, and they they saw a woman in the supermarket. I've just got to go talk to that woman, and the woman started crying when she started talking about the Lord with that person. And the person who had done that, they don't they don't normally do that. Okay, so just just be attentive to the Holy Spirit because He might just be leading you to the right person at the right time. You need to pray that he does that and that you can hear him as well for that. And lastly, just to say is that if you are 
willing, if you are obedient, if you are listening, you are going to have those opportunities. Um, you know, it says in 2 Timothy 4.2 that you need to preach the word, be ready in season and out season. So it is actually about being ready. You might hear an example of me sharing that or read Philip or hear someone else's story. And you might think, I'm just not ready. I just couldn't do something like that. I don't feel like I'm listening to God in that way. But who was Philip? It was just a man. Who am I? Just a person. Who are you? Just a person. But it's the Holy Spirit in you. And it's you partnering with the Holy Spirit and taking your time. And also being able to unpack the word of God as well. People will have questions for you, just like the man in the story. And you need to, over time, you're not always going to know the answer there and then, but you need to take the time to be able to answer people's questions. And to start where they are, you know, for Philip, you have to start with the Ethiopian eunuch. You have to start with him, with his question, his burning question. And that was the gateway. For someone else, they're going to have another burning question. That's the gateway. Start with what they're at. Spend more time listening than you do talking initially. And then the Lord will give you um, insight into that. So, and that's, I think that'll be a great principle for you. And throughout the month, as you know, we're going to have time to chat with people, to pray with people. Some of you are going to see people healed for the first time. Some of you are going to give prophetic words to people for the first time as we go throughout this month, as we continue to meet here in nice weather, God willing, right? But it's not just about Sunday. It's not just about doing evangelism. It's about your life. It's about always listening to him, always being ready, and he'll create those opportunities for you. So that's my, that's my quick word I have for you today. Let me just pray for you all, and then I'll close out our time together. So Lord, I thank you meeting with us today. Thank you that, Lord, we've been able to gather safely in this time outside. And I just pray, Lord, that you would open up our ears. Lord, you would increase our willingness. That, Lord, we we do what it says in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 1, where it says we need to pursue the way of love and eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit. Help us to do that this month. Help us to eagerly desire to hear from you and to speak for you, Lord. Increase our knowledge of the Word. Increase our knowledge so that we can answer the questions that people have. Prepare us, Lord, for the right people, the right times. We thank you that you've gone ahead of us already. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That's great. Thanks, Dave.